Welcome back to The Biggest Fan Pod, the podcast that hands the mic over to some of our favourite people in the world of football and invites their biggest fans to ask the questions we wouldn't know to. Brought to you by This Fangirl. For this very special episode, we're excited to welcome a world first. Following in the footsteps of Old Trafford's greats, Ronaldo, Beckham, Cantona, to name only a few, we chat to Ella Toon, Manchester United player, Lioness, and the first woman to professionally wear that number seven shirt. She's interviewed by her old PE teacher, Simon, a.k.a. Riggers, as they discuss what Ella was like at school and who's the better coach, Riggers or Casey Stoney. Hope you enjoy. Today. All right, Riggers. Yeah, what's new? Hey, night deal. <laughs> I know, not bad, eh? You would have thought. Well, I thought you'd have gone with Adidas, but... Knife all the way, Riggers. Always, yeah. always Listen, more. Listen, I know how expensive your boots have been. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I know but it's not Keep trying to get you onto Adidas, but because that's my favourite. But you know, I still don't get your hand me downs anyway. So, it's <laughs> ready for the England camp? Yeah, uh, yeah, we go on Thursday. Bit nice. nervous. Uh, only one from United this time, so feel yeah. like I'm a bit lonely. But I know most of the girls anyway, so yeah. should be fun. You go to play football, not have a chat, girl. <laughs> yeah, you got to be social as well, haven't you? <laughs> I know you'll be all right. Uh, so I've got to ask you a few questions. Go on, then. Are you ready for these? Hey, there's some absolute blinders in here. <laughs> I'm nervous now. I've not even taken any direction off Mr Nuttall or anything like that. I've uh, I've kept them to myself. Yeah, don't listen to them, lot, especially Mr Nuttall. No, we do. when was the last time we listened to him? Anyway, right, we're in a pandemic. It's been absolutely mental, hasn't it? Awful. What is football for you in this pandemic? Everything, Riggers. I know. You know when, like, you can't go out for a nice steak and... You're just a bit down, can't see all your family and all that usual stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I can go on the football pitch every day and do what I love. So, I, I mean, it's not it's not bad, is it? It's a, no, it's not. Get it's, out on the pitch every day. I'm, I'm missing it madly. You know, obviously I go watching United home and away and, and it's one of them things where, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do anything like that. I'm, I'm quite, my passion has always been Man United and I'm, I've just, I've been like a bit, Oh, this this last lockdown, it's just really got to me because I'm yeah. I'm sick of watching it on the telly, to be fair. I just want to get there and shout at Harry Maguire. And... <laughs> me too. I know that's the same as my dad. Dad's struggling this time round. He just comes every game, doesn't he? But I know. Uh, it's not the same, is it, on the telly? It's not, no. And you don't get that sense, you know. Obviously, I've been watching you over at the Sports Village, just around the corner, and... Uh, you, you know, I know you can hear me. I know yeah. you've got on like, but it's, it's one of them where you just feel that, you, you know, people can hear and you, you, you can give them a little G on or, yeah. you know. I know we're missing the fans as well. It's yeah. quiet without them. You know, when when you're in 90th minute and you're looking for that last minute winner and you're hearing them and they're behind you and that, it's just not the same. But yeah. hopefully after this lockdown, you, you can get back to watching United. Uh, you know, I'm a fan. I don't understand that, but I, I, can, I can understand it from my point of view. But I... How actually is it playing without that crowd? Weird, you know. Like we get quite a big crowds at least Sports Village, and and you just hear them throughout the game. And I think when you hear them, you just want to do that little bit extra for them, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then obviously when you score a goal, and you want to look up to your family and crowd, and they're not there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's different, but. And you have been scoring. Pardon. And you have been scoring. I know. Yeah. When I, I know finally, and my dad's not there. No. <laughs> my family's not there, and I've been scoring this year. Was that? I said, I said to my dad the other day, I said, 
I said, you best not come when you're allowed back because I've scored more goals you not being here than when you're usually here. I cannot imagine you playing football without Nick watching you, mate. No, I know. I know. We had a, a friendly, uh, you know, like a between in-house game kind of thing. And I, I seen him at Van pulling up down the street. I thought, oh, no, my dad's coming watching. So so uh, one of the staff members went over to him and went, excuse me, you're not allowed to watch. You've got <laughs> my dad. <laughs> but dog, oh, it was embarrassing. What did he say to him? I well, he, he said he was going to kick off a fuss, you know, I'm Ella's dad, but he just, he just left it instead. He just went home. He said he couldn't be oh, bothered. Said, I'm, do you not know who I am? I'm, I know. Um, <laughs> I suppose we should tell everybody because we've just, we just got cracked on there, but I, I, we know each other. Go on then. All them years ago. <laughs> All them years ago, I know. God, how long has it been? So I, uh, I used to teach Ella. I was a PE teacher. Uh, one of her PE teachers, she's had many. Um, I was a football coach because she played football for me from, was it year nine? No, no, you played all, you played all the time, but I took over that team in year nine. Yeah. Got, your, got your winning things. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've seen her from this big. She's been in all my teams. She was in my rowing team. She was in my cricket team. She was in the table tennis team. She was in the tennis team. She was in the football team. I don't, she'd have played rugby with a letter. Um, she's done everything. She's absolutely done. I call her sport Billy at school um, because she just does everything. But it's nice to know that she still can't beat me at anything. Um, <laughs> that's probably her most frustrating. Is that is that how frustrating is that for you? I mean, you, I can't beat you at football because you always put me on your team in five side. You make me do all your running around for you and then, and then not. But to be fair, you did batter me at badminton. You did. Always. Yeah, you badminton did. Team, you're on the badminton team. Shall we talk about all those megs I put on you at football or what? what? I don't remember any. <laughs> <laughs> and I know why you don't remember them, because you hate losing. You yeah. hate I always, I put the megs on you and I turn around and look at you and you, you're like, you're <laughs> seething. Because yeah. it's your natural winning mentality. You're Which right. is probably something what we've 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 instilled in you a little bit at Freddy's. I'd like to think we've we've probably ingrained that in you. Is we don't like losing. I think you see me all the time. I hate losing. You know that. Um, and I probably shout a little bit more when uh, when I'm when we're losing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think every time we were on, every time we were going and playing all the other schools, the main thing was that we won. Freddy's won. Yeah. Freddy's won everything, didn't they? So yeah. yeah, I think you did instill that bit more of that win winning mentality in me and I absolutely hate losing you know that. Oh, that's the thing I used to always say that. I mean said that I, you know I've, I've taught as you know for 23 years and every time nobody nobody likes losing and especially you've been to the other sides of Wigan you know how far we away from some of the schools over in Wigan and you sit on that coach coming back and it'd be like what? I, I hate I'm not going away and losing again because no. there's no banter there's no laughs there's no Singing, there's no dancing. You know, it's it was like, yeah, we, we don't we don't do that. So, and that's the same now when we're on away trips and stuff, and we're coming back from London and <laughs> say we've lost a game. I, I don't speak the old way on. <laughs> no one's speaking to me if we've lost a game. Well, I'm glad they know you like that. I, I know you. Obviously, it's been the derby this weekend, and well, we won't yeah. talk about that result. But uh, <laughs> that's why I, you know I don't I don't say anything to you for about two weeks. Yeah, because I know how much it means to you. And, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad we've got a, a little snippet of that from Freddie's, and I'd like to think all your PE teachers have, have probably given you that. That we're certainly one of those departments where 
we kind of, you know, we strive for the best. I'd like to think we just keep, we want you to win. We want you to taste that success, whether it's in your GCSEs or on a football yeah. field or that's what Yeah, I mean, for. yeah, you will help me out in, in every subject, you know, when I was struggling, I'd always come to a PE department. Uh, <laughs> I was always in office, when I? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you've you've put that into me from what year seven when I was a little one. So yeah, I appreciate you all for that. Every single one of you as well. Yeah, uh, yeah I just don't like losing, but you know, no, we nobody hates losing. I, yeah. I don't like losing at Tiddlywinks. Never mind anything else. So um, <laughs> yeah. But we go on, don't we? We go, we, we we bottle that feeling up, and we go again, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly how it should be. So, what was your first club? Because this is one thing I don't know about you. What was your very, very, very first club? <laughs> Ashley and Tilsley Girls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ashley and Tilsley Girls. Yeah. Uh, I we always used to go down Ainsford, you know, with my dad and all my cousins and stuff. Play play down Ainsford. I've been since I was. I come out of the womb and my dad had me there in pram. You know what I mean? And uh, and I always used to play with all my cousins up in top field and someone went, hey, you know, your Ella's actually all right, you know? And dad was like, oh, didn't know. Then he took me to the girls' team and then I was there for a couple of years and then went to United and then went from there. Yeah. Well, probably what I'm going to tell you something you might not know here, that before you came to us, uh, Jack, was he one year above you? Two? Uh, two. Two, two years above Jack, and obviously, I, I kind of take the older lads, don't I, for the football, and he was in my team, and um, I remember him coming to me one day and saying, listen, you've got, you've got a star coming next year, I think it was in year, it must have been year nine, start of year nine, year eight or something, he says, you've got a star coming next year, so I says, all right, go on, who is it? He says, it's Ella, my cousin. I says, oh, she's, good. she's good, is she? Said, she, and your Jack could play football, as we know. Yeah, good player. Uh, decent, decent footballer. Um and I said, well, if, she, if she's anything like you, Jack, she'll be all right. He says, she's better than me. <laughs> there you go. So that, so obviously that's, um, they've seen you play, haven't they? And they've, yeah. they, know, they know they've got some quality there. So I was looking forward to you coming because I knew that I'd inherit you in a team a little bit later on and we'd start winning some things. I know, yeah, finally. <laughs> no, God. But you didn't win anything before I took over you, did you? <laughs> Don't tell Gregsy that. Listen, they know there's only me who wins football cups at Aston. So <laughs> that's why I take over you at, at, at year nine and onwards. Um, I'm, I'm adept at winning them cups. <laughs> we did. We did they, don't, they don't like it as well because I do tell them that I win more than them. So, <laughs> um, but as long as I've known you, you've always had a ball at your feet. Always, I can't. In fact, I, I think you, you came into school just before. Lockdown, didn't you? And you straight into the office, kick you up, keep you up is in the sports hall, ball against the wall. I've always known you with the ball at your feet, but was there anything else? Was was you realistically going to do anything else? No, <laughs> nothing else. What was plan B? God, you sound like my mum. <laughs> plan B. She'll thank me for it and I see you next. <laughs> my mum always on at me. Plan B, you need something to fall back on, and I know. I knew, I knew. And that's why I went to college and that. If it was up to me, I wouldn't have gone college. Yeah. But mum, mum made me go to college. She said it was an non-negotiable. <laughs> uh, I don't, I didn't have a plan B, but like I went and I studied and I, I did sport and exercise science because I love sport. Yeah. So if it was anything, I was, go I wanted to do something in sport. I just yeah. didn't know what. 
Hopefully, I won't be thinking about Plan B for a while, though. No, God, listen, I don't want you plan. You, you, you've got Plan A. Yeah. That you know that shows how, that shows how driven and focused you are, though. And that, them are good qualities in a footballer. You, you focus. You knew you wanted to be a footballer, yeah. and we've had lots of chats about you, you playing football, haven't we? And it's always been, I want to play football. I want. So I've always kind of known that you wanted to do that. But what other kind of career to was the one teacher? No. Lawyer. To be fair, when You're I was right. I did, so, you know what I, mean? I did think about a PE teacher. You are. I did think about being a PE teacher. You know, when I met all you lot, and I thought, oh, they've got a decent job then, doing sport every day. Uh, do you know what? I was actually a good swimmer, me. You know, a swimmer. Could you done that? Do you think? I don't know. It's hard doing that, isn't it? But the Toon family is like swimmers. They're all like swimmers and water polo and all that. But I had to. I had to pick between swimming and uh, football, and I picked. Well, Joe did a bit of water polo, did he? Yeah, my dad was a water polo player. Yeah. Just got a, and it was something to do with sport. I don't know what. Yeah. I reckon I could have gone far in table tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was good at table. You never beat me, like, but you was all right at table yeah. tennis. I uh, practice all time at, at United with girls, and I'm yeah. top at table. I should think you are. You don't <laughs> let see, you don't let anybody beat you. I know. <laughs> you get. I can. How many bats have you broken? No, I've I'm sorted my anger issues out now. Don't <laughs> pop any balls anymore. Whoa, we've had an epiphany. When did this happen? <laughs> this year. This year. Don't listen, don't let it go all over to you completely. No, it's still there, but I know how to control it a bit more now. Yeah, well, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. I can't I could have imagined you as a lawyer. I don't know why I've got that in the head. I could have imagined you as a lawyer or something like that, because you, you are clever. Yeah, I am clever, yeah. yeah. When I when I when I uh That's another tenor in the bank, by the way. <laughs> when I when I try. But no, that's way too hard. I don't. I didn't like studying me. Didn't like doing all that, and I hated. Oh, I'm just thinking from the in terms of the. You can argue your point. You, you're quite good at arguing your point and getting that across. <laughs> yeah, I, I am quite argumentative. Mum and Dad would agree with that. Yeah, I know they would. They told me many times. <laughs> um, but there wasn't there wasn't another kind of career that you thought I'll shoot down that avenue if, if it all goes belly up. Nothing. Which is. That's again. That shows how driven you were to towards being a footballer, wasn't it? Yeah, I had one one aim in me, in me head, one dream. And yeah. since I was a little girl, and yeah, I worked hard, and and now I'm a professional footballer. I've worked hard. And don't let anybody take that away from you, because I know how hard you worked at it. And you know, I think the the fans who watch you'll, will who know how hard you've worked about you know over that. For the yeah. Last, even in your own game, you know, you've you've progressed and. Um, I'll come to that a bit later on because I think you, I, I want to know your kind of take on how you've how you think you've improved in your game. But I'll come to that come to that later. Um, so I know we chatted about it privately, but it, it may be something the listeners might want to know. Um, what was it like when you left City for to join United? When I left City, I cried for like two weeks because I thought, no, I'm not going to be at a bigger club than this. Like, what am I doing? Got my best mates here, but I knew at that time it was right. You know, I needed to go and play. Like I was a young player, sat on a bench, and I wasn't going to get anywhere doing that, was I? So after a couple of weeks crying, and then obviously I talked with United, and I just thought I had one chat with Casey, and I thought this is it. Like this is home. I'm back home, my club, support United, and I just. Oh, I couldn't wait like to get started. Like 
like the ambitions that the club had, like were just mad. Like, and I was a bit, I was going to be a part of this journey that they, that was from scratch. Mm. So, yeah, I, what a great what a great timing, really. I know you was upset, and and and, and again, you, you know, I remember you coming into the P office that day and telling us you there's, there might be some movement and yeah, what would you think and. I'd like to think we give you some all right advice, and that was go your gut, wasn't it? Yeah. And your gut told you, um, and I. But I know it was a big wrench for you. I know you you just started getting getting yourself into city and establishing yourself and playing, and and you was enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, it was a big upheaval for you, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was like I could see myself every week like improving, and mm-hmm. I thought if I stay here, I can just improve so much. But mm-hmm. then. You need game time. Like when you're a young player, you need game time and experience. And I, I wasn't going to get that at City because the, the players that they had, and I was only, what, 18, 17, 18. I just thought, I need to, I need to go to an, another club and hopefully get get minutes under my belt. Uh, so, yeah, it was a big decision at the time, but what a decision. What a... I love it now. Like I just love being at United and back home. Like I was at United for seven years. And there was nothing to go into, like no women's team to to try and be a part of. And now I look at all the young girls I know. and they've got something to aim for. And I just think it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Good timing. And there's loads of there's loads of girls at Freddie's now who play football. You know, and, and, and it's, you've had a you've had a massive impact on that. You just remember me of it, remind me of a story actually. You you know, he's on about sitting on the bench and you you, you wanted to play football and I don't know if you remember this, but we went to a place called um, Ingley High School, and I benched you. I put you on the on the on the bench. It was a really wet. It was a really wet, soggy pitch. I, I remember. You remember this? Of course I do. <laughs> wasn't happy with you. <laughs> I know you wasn't, and and you followed me up and down the sideline for <laughs> forty-five minutes. You left me out for forty-five minutes. It was cold, I, I agree, but 45 minutes, you didn't give me a second. Am I on yet? Am I on? I said, oh, we just kicked off. <laughs> go and warm up. And you'd go and have a little kick and 30 seconds would go by. Am I going on yet? And you absolutely blagged my head that day. <laughs> and then I think we were losing. I think we were losing 1-0 at half time. I think we were down anyway, and I, and I, you, I could see your head when I was giving like the halftime team talk, and your head's going like this as over say, you know, you know I'm here, put me on, and I said right, get out, and I, I remember you just looked at me and turned away from me because I thought she's going to say she's going to call me something rotten, and he went, <laughs> so I thought I'll give her two minutes for going calm down and bring bring her over, and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think you you created the first goal that got us back into one one. And I think it was Alex Whitaker. I think got the second. second. I remember. And you, I just remember you smiling at me, going. I bet you didn't bench me the game after, did you? I didn't. I never bench you the game after. No, I didn't. <laughs> quite correct. <laughs> <laughs> and you went to venture. That was the thing. I knew, but you, I knew your style of football, and you wouldn't. It was what what had happened is. The lads who could play a little bit, but like rolling around on the floor, soaked a little bit of the water up for you, for you. So when you went yeah, on, I mean. you, you had a bit of rub of the green, so. We'll go with that one. Yeah, but so it was it was tough for you sitting on the bench and seeing other people play, I know, but and then you got your kind of, your dream call. Because I know you've been a Man United girl for 
well, I think I think you first came into Freddie's with with a Man United top on. The first time I ever saw you, I think you had a Man United top on. Probably. Uh, at one of the football tournaments we did. I think you was walking past with your football, your, your Man United football kit on. So it was kind of a good big dream move, wasn't it then? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like ever since I was little and I was at United, I just thought, dreamt of there being a United women's team. Mm. And now the reason I'm here and I'm on the journey, like it's exciting. And there's loads to come uh, and big ambitions that the club have put in place and I'm, I'm here. So, yeah, it's good. Um, big move and, and it's been the best move I've done this of my career. So, yeah, yeah I'm happy. I know. And you're playing football because you're happy and that's why you're scoring your goals and you're breaking into the England squad. Exactly. So keep being happy. It suits you as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually smile, do I? <laughs> no, and I've been on the end of that as well. So, <laughs> yeah. So go on then. That leads us quite nicely into this next one then. So how does Casey differ from me as a manager? <laughs> She's not been benching me for 45 minutes, has she? <laughs> you're a great manager, Riggers, but... I think you differ. Who do I differ? I mean, have you been a professional footballer? No. Casey has. There's one. All right, go on. Who's the loudest? You, definitely. Or Casey can be loud at our time when we're losing, but... Can she grow? You're loud. Can she give you a, a kind of a... Does she give the air dryer out when it's needed? Yeah. But yeah. you need that, don't you? Like, You need a little kick up the arse when you... I've given you the air dryer. She's a top manager she just cares about everyone like she just wants every individual person to to grow and and to just be the best version of themselves and yeah she's put a lot of faith in me and trust and I think because she's been a player she just gets it you know she just gets that sometimes it is quite hard and 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 she just knows what to say and and stuff and yeah she's a top manager and she's got um Good tactics, you know, unlike you, Riggers. I don't think you were that ta- ta- tactical. You know what I think? That's a shot to the heart, that. I thought she would have started me that game and we wouldn't have been 1-0 down. That's why I didn't start you that game. I wanted to <laughs> in the second half so that when the water had gone off the pitch, we could go for it. Both <laughs> <laughs> top managers. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. But I think, does she know... To me, she understands the players. Like she knows that does she know you don't like losing and how does she kind of cope with that? Oh, she knows that I hate losing. She don't come near me in, in training when we've lost like five aside or small sided game. She just says, Tooney, pick your lip up. You've <laughs> you've dropped you've dropped all your toys out your pram. But I think I think she knows that's just me and that's just I just hate losing, like and surely you want all your players to hate losing. Of course. But, yeah, she she knows she knows everyone individually. She's gotten to know everyone, uh, what everyone's like. And I think that's why she's just a great manager. She just understands and she cares about us all. How's she developed you? What's she what's she done that's developed Tuna? I, I, I think I can see it, but it's interesting. Yeah. I'd like to know what, how, how do you feel that she's improved you? I think firstly, she's believed in me. Like I don't think well, I just think she trusts me. Like, just to have that bit of trust off your manager is always nice and she puts a bit of confidence in me. Mm. I think, like, first year, and there was a lot that I needed to improve on and, and she sat me down and we went through 
things we can work on, things I'm good at. And and then obviously this year I've come back and I feel a lot better and I've gone away and I've worked on those things that she said that needed improving. And I think I'm, I'm putting that into my game a bit more now. So, yeah, she's just been there and she's just push, kept pushing me, you know, just to be better. And obviously there's still a lot, a lot more to work on. But I know that she'll be there and pushing me. Tweaks? Would you say they're little tweaks or has there been anything major she's really kind of focused on or mm. driven you to do or what? I think like a lot, obviously, some little tweaks like in the game, like where I'm picking up the ball and kind of get face forward and, and drive with the ball. Like I think I've always been quite good at that, but she's maybe showed me a bit more of how I can do it more or areas that I can get in that's better you know, to face forward and that. And then obviously a big one was me out of possession stuff. I think, you know, being being stronger off the ball and, and putting in tackles and using my body better. Obviously, still, I think, a lot of work to be done, but um, I'm just working hard now and, and she's pushing me every week, every day. As I keep telling you, you're still... Well, I used to say, you're only 18, you still got a lot of growing to do, but you, you're, still only, you're still only 21. You've got a lot of, you know, you've got a lot... A lot of growing in the game to do yet. So yeah, I think that's how for experience as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm still still young. Like I've I've made a few appearances this year, but still still a lot to learn and yeah, a lot more experience I need but under my belt. You're still going to lose games. I know yeah. they're never nice, but it's how you build on that, isn't it? You know, we started. You don't we don't like losing. We don't like losing, no. but. It's very important what you take out of that that losing feeling. And yeah, I think right. you learn a lot more from the games that you you're losing. Like we've lost a couple of games this season, and we've reviewed them, and we've we've put that right. You know, we've gone again and and learned so much from from those games. And I think yeah, we hate losing, but sometimes sometimes maybe it's good to to lose a game, and then you then you go back out on the training pitch and you work even harder than you were before. Yeah. I imagine the the weekend one against City is going to be a tough one, though, because you've got the international break now. Yeah. Kind of sitting there a little bit longer. Have you forgotten about it? What? Um, yeah, obviously, everyone's gone away on international now, uh, so it's harder to review as a team. But I think individually, we're all professional and we all know yeah. we need to look at our own performances. Mm. So we've watched that back. And I bet the whole team has all watched the game back and, and looked at how they can improve individually. And then maybe when we get back from international, we'll go through it as a team. Get back to that winning mentality that's been been good. Exactly. Got you, yeah. got you all together as well. I think you're you're a more together team this year than than I've noticed in the in the previous year, maybe. I think you you feel like a, a big family. Yeah, I think we've I think we've had a very good togetherness uh, throughout, right from the start, really. Yeah. I think Casey instilled that in us and we did a lot of Team United stuff, so just stuff to get each other out of our comfort zones. And then I think because we all started new in the first year, it was just easier, like you weren't going into a new team, everyone was new. Yeah. And I think, yeah, now the people that we've recruited as well, yeah. like just big, big characters and... Everyone just wants to win, and we've all got that goal in our. We've all got that goal uh, and that aim and that drive, and I think we just want each other to do well and and keep improving as people and players. And yeah, we're we're a very together team, but 
And, and, and yeah, you call them a family. Yeah, Emma Razor said that you're obviously title contenders. How does that feel to be kind of new and, and have so much progress and praise? Yeah, I mean, class, but at the end of the day, you've just got to keep winning each game as it comes, aren't you? And hopefully we'll be up there at the end of the season. But it's great. This is our third year as a club. Yeah. And we're, we're competing against the big teams now. And, yeah, it's exciting. But obviously, like I say, like we just take each game as it comes. And every weekend we want to get the three points. And you don't get carried away. That's one good thing about you. You don't get carried away in that kind of euphoria because you, you know you've still got a job to do. And Yeah. And exactly. I, think that, I, I think the fans see that in you. I think yeah. you, you're growing to be a kind of a, a fan favourite. <laughs> don't know about that. I got some stick on Twitter the other week. Because <laughs> Did you? Who what? Yeah. Not me. No, it weren't you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not let me give you any stick. Oh, me alone. What no. were you stick for? Oh, I don't know. You know when you lose a game and they all... Oh, yeah. They all write stuff. Noise, that's called, T. I know. Noise. I know. I shouldn't read it, should I? You know, put your headphones on. I know. If you want criticism, just walk into PE office. I know, that's why I didn't come in the other week. <laughs> we'll tell you straight and it'll be like two minutes and then... Right, and then that's it. <laughs> <the> ball out. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of... I remember one tweet once where I... There was a kind of a picture of you, and, and and it was, it showed you number seven tune, and I think you just scored a goal, and it was kind of, and I said that because at the time we were having a shocking time at Man United, the the, the blokes team were having a bit of a crisis at, in identity, and and I kind of I remember tweeting um, the real number seven, the, uh, this is what a Man United number seven does, or something like that on those on those, oh, this is how Man United number seven plays. That's quite an iconic shirt you've got on your shoulders, and there's a lot of people who who kind of don't realise. I think you've obviously followed Man United, and you know yeah. you know about that number seven shirt. And do you feel it's a weight on your shoulders, or are you proud to play in it? I won't say it was a weight. No, I'd say very proud to play to play in it. My favourite player was Cristiano Ronaldo growing up, so he was a number seven shirt and. I remember first year at United, we'd got with like my dad were there and everyone's families were there and we were having a meeting with Casey and she gave us these shirts and I took it out and I was like, number seven. I was like, is, is these our shirt numbers? And she went, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, dad, number seven at United. <laughs> what? I just think you look at all them mad players who played in it, like Bex, Georgie Best, Cantona, Ronaldo. I just thought, wow, like I'm the first women's number seven I, I don't know I was just like that's amazing like when I, when I was growing up all the number I had on my shirt was always number seven right. seven two and now I'm now I'm playing in it so crazy. seven shirts for me though you've you've missed one out there because the one I like in you two most is Brian Robson yeah I think as, as a kind of you know they called him Captain Marvel and I remember watching, I'm showing my age here, wow, I was only a kid, but I remember watching Brian Robson. Um, and he'd put a tackle in, he'd protect his players, he'd, he wouldn't stand for any nonsense. You know, if, somebody, if another team, one of the opposition was kind of giving it to uh, one of the United players, he'd, he'd make sure he kind of sort, sorted them out. Yeah. There's what's a famous story, Lee Sharp 
had been in, I think he played Ipswich or something, somebody like that. And uh, one of the the old kind of footballers had gone in because Lee Sharp at the time was tearing down the wing and um, he kind of, he sighed Lee Sharp down and left his studs in. It was a bit of a naughty tackle. And Brian Robson came over to kind of look at him and say, don't you worry, he'll get what's coming to him kind of a thing. And within two minutes of play restarting, this lad was carted off. Yeah. Um, so, but, I mean, that, that's a side to you. I, I know that you've got, you can put a tackle in, but, and you're protective, but he could link up. He scored goals. Yeah. He knew where everybody was. He had a great vision. And I kind of liken you a lot to, and I'm not blowing smoke up, you know, but I, I think I liken you a lot to him. I think you're, um, you've got those qualities in you. I'll take that, Riggers. Well, hey, I've never told you that before, have I? No. And that's me done. <laughs> I've got nothing else other than to say, I'm going to beat you at badminton. I want to know your best six-minute time in your rowing, how many metres you got, because you've not done that for ages. I'm never, I'm never doing that rowing again. Why? I only did it because you were, you know, rowing teacher and that. I would have said no to the rest of them. I hated I've got, that. Many. <laughs> I've got a rower in my garage and I do me 30 minutes a day and I'm just waiting for you to say, right, come on, let me do another six minutes. I don't think I'll ever get on a rower again. <laughs> Horrible. Which did you which did you hate most, rowing or me putting the megs on you in football? <laughs> it's got to be the megs, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Never I'm again. Ella. It's been lovely, lovely catching up with you, girl. Always, always a pleasure, Riggers. Enjoy England camp. When do you leave? Thursday? Thursday. Sat tomorrow, no, two more days. Uh, and what are you there for? Uh, Thursday is the 18th, and then 23rd we play Northern Ireland, and then we're home. So good luck. Thank you. Go do your best. Always. You're the only United girl there, which means that you've got to show me who's boss. And uh, just be you. I will. All right. Thanks, Riggers. Love to the family. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Peace out, Chris. Peace out. See you later. See ya.